Sanheim took no particular joy in killing people. However, he did admit to a certain satisfaction in the death of Quinn O'Brien. He had nothing against the reporter personally. Indeed, he found him pleasant and endearing in a completely naive way. He wasn't even his first choice to die on Halloween. That had been Kate. Still, Quinn was a threat. Just an emerging one, but a threat nonetheless. So when Sanheim stared out at the deep black ocean before him, he smiled at the memory of Quinn falling over and beginning to bleed. Sanheim knew how to deal with threats, and had done so with his characteristic ruthless efficiency. There was seldom a better feeling than watching a plan come to fruition. It hadn't been exactly how he saw the situation playing out, but it was sufficient. He could cross this particular concern off his list of worries, which had grown long in the past half-century, and begin to focus on other matters. Sanheim was feeling so pleased that he decided to be polite to the man approaching him. He knew in advance that the conversation would be both vexing and pointless, yet he resolved not to let it ruffle him. This was a time to be magnanimous. "'My lord, I'm sorry to disturb you,' the man said. Sanheim did not turn around, but continued to look out across the cliffs and the roaring surf below. It was his favorite view in the world that he had created. "'Rippon, how wonderful to see you,' Sanheim replied, keeping his tone even. "'I doubt that, my lord, but it is kind of you to say so,' the man replied. "'I come on urgent business.' Sanheim let his smile grow deeper. "'Why else would you be here?' he asked. "'The council has taken a vote,' Rippon replied. "'They declared you in violation of the treaty and have begun preparations.' Sanheim rounded on the man in an instant, crossing the few feet that separated them. His eyes were aflame with rage as his right hand grasped Rippon's throat, his plan to stay calm already abandoned. "'How dare they!' he said, his good mood evaporated. I've broken no rules, crossed no lines. They have no cause. His fingers dug into Rippon's flesh, and Sanheim could see he was causing the man pain. Rippon looked soft, his portly appearance always reminding him of a slightly lazy butler. He even dressed that way, always wearing dark pants and a white shirt. Yet he would say this for the man. He bore the pain remarkably well. His pale face showed no outward sign of distress. He did not grimace, shout, or react in any way, despite the fact that Sanheim's fingers were drawing blood. But Sanheim could see the pain in Rippon's shrunken eyes. "'You violated the rules of succession,' Rippon spoke with some difficulty. Sanheim brought his face inches from Rippon's. "'The challenger, Sawyer, was killed before he could begin the challenge,' Sanheim replied." He was killed by the next prince of Sanheim. This has been the way for thousands of years. How have I violated the treaty? Sanheim bore in harder and was tempted to reach up with his other hand and snap the man's neck. It wouldn't help. Once Rippon was gone, there would be another. It would, however, make him feel better. Rippon could undoubtedly see the murder in Sanheim's eyes, likely knew his life was hanging in the balance. But he was clearly no coward and refused to shrink away. They have no problem with the challenger's death, Rippon said, but they are aware that you interfered, providing a weapon and a shield. Just the shield, Sanheim replied. The sword was forged by another.
They weren't referring to the sword, my lord, Ripon replied. The knife you gave your agent, Kirin, that was your handiwork, was it not? Does it matter? Sanheim said. I fail to see how this is relevant, or a violation of long-standing accord. Sanheim broke off his attack, pushing Ripon backward. Sanheim regained his composure, straightening his tie and smoothing his jacket. As Ripon touched his injured neck, Sanheim adjusted his silver cufflinks. The knife was used to kill Quinn O'Brien, the man said. You are not to interfere in the right of succession. Giving one side a shield is arguably a violation of that accord. But you went far beyond that. You conspired with your puppet to murder the winner while the battle was still engaged. I took no hand in it myself, Sanheim said. Kieran acted of his own free will. 